What would your advice be for someone who is in a relationship and they really don't feel like they have the support from their spouse to move forward? You know, is your advice to move forward anyway? Is your advice to garner the support first? Where do you go if, if someone were to come to you and ask you that? I think more so in our lives, we're always looking for somebody else to comfort us sure. or somebody else to trust. But I think the main question that we should ask ourselves are, do we trust ourselves? Mm. Because if we can't trust ourselves, then why would our spells trust us? That's where we need to begin. Welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I am Aisham Hipsher, and I'm joined by my dude, Mr. Tanner Santucci. What up, bro? What's up, my guy? You better believe, guys and girls, if you're looking at the screen right now, you know who it is, but I want to set it up a little bit beforehand. So Carlos and Courtney Boltman are, are today's guests. First of all, what's up, guys? What's up? Everything's up. Happy to be here. This Hello. is awesome. Absolutely. Happy to have you here. We're happy to have you. And, you know, I hope people aren't rolling their eyes like, oh, okay, I should always hype up these people at the beginning because each each person is unique but you guys are incredibly unique like you you i cannot wait for the world to hear your story to hear how far you've come just me alone just witnessing seeing what you guys have done in the short amount of time that that we've known each other has been incredible and so i know we're going to help a lot of people on this episode um and so i'm excited um but carlos and courtney bolton a wonderful wonderful couple what's up guys how's your day going it's going, it's going great. great dude. Thank you so much for having us. We're so happy to be here. Yeah. It's been grinding all day until now. And now we're ready to do this. And as soon as we got here, we're grinding again. So let's go. Hey, that's it. That's it. Well, let's get through this so we can let you guys get back to work. So yeah, no rush, guys, no rush. it's worth the time. Well, good. Good. Yeah, I will. I will definitely second that. Um, yeah, you guys strap mm -hmm. in. Um, so here we go. Carlos and Colt uh, and Courtney, excuse me. That's going to be a tongue twister. <laughs> Carlos and Courtney. Courtney, maybe I should start with Courtney. Courtney and Carlos. There you there go. You go. The lady. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you guys about your um, I don't want to talk about your upbringing. Uh, that's normally kind of where I go. Um, but with the two of you guys, I want to talk more about you guys, how you met. What were your goals when you guys first met? Um, let, let's start there. Right, do you want to start? Or you want me to start? You can start. <laughs> so I was a fresh teenager. Uh, we went to high school together. Um, and my I didn't really have any goals when we met. I was just a knucklehead running the streets, you know, just doing dumb stuff, being a, being a fool. And she got me straight. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we had two kids young in high school, actually. Uh, oh, wow. And then, yeah, then my goals changed really quick. I had went from <laughs> nothing to like, okay, I got to do something. And the military was my goal. And we did it. And we started going since then. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we, we both helped each other out, if I'm being fair. Sure. We just met and um, it kind of just started rolling from there. It really just kind of happened and it was all God's plan. Yeah. Well, school. you guys are certainly, certainly a power couple and uh, just a treasure to always see. I mean, you guys are incredibly supportive in the community. You're cr incredibly supportive just in the world of real estate. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk more about that later on, but that's great. So I didn't know you're in the military, Carlos. What, what, oh, you know what? I do know that you were Air Force, right? Yeah, yep. 
Yes, it sure Damn, was. We talked about that when we, when we first talked a while back. I'm remembering that now. What did you yeah. do in the Air Force again? I was an electrician. So I did anything high voltage, low voltage, fire alarm systems, airflow lighting, um, got certified lightning protection. Um, I was a, I'm a journeyman by trade. So nice. Got so all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, God blessed me with an injury that got me out and could no longer be an electrician. So I blew my ah. wrist out. In Holloman Air Force Base, tore the ligaments in it, got a surgery there, doctor ruined it, moved to California, tried to repair it, reconstructed the whole thing, and then I was out the door. Nothing good happens in Holloman. That's a (laughs) 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 for anyone that doesn't know, Holloman's in New Mexico and it's uh it's a base that not a lot of people want to go to. Um, but it sounds like you, you made it out. Okay. Unscathed. You made it out with a beautiful wife still, uh, mm-hmm. side, you know, by your side and, and that's good. So, um, what, okay. So you get out of the air force. What, what happened in your life before you guys found real estate? Oh man. Yeah. You can take it. It's chaos. <laughs> well, so, I mean, we've always had a purpose, if that makes sense. I mean, I just never understood the 95. I've always, you know, dictated, do I want to be an RN? Do I want to be a vet? Like, what do I want to do in my life? But I could never figure it out. I just could not figure it out. And it's kind of like I was pushing myself, if that makes sense. Like, okay, being a real estate agent, that's perfect for you. You should do it. And for some reason, just, it didn't, it didn't, it was like swallowing a pill. It didn't make sense to me, to be honest with you. Um, So I've always had that like entrepreneur mindset where I wanted to do something. I just wanted to do something. I just didn't know what. And it just kind of, once again, God's plan where you ran into pace. Yeah, but before that. But before then, um, he was, well, you can tell you. Yeah, I'll backtrack a little bit. So when we got out, um, we left Travis Air Force Base in California. We moved to Knoxville. Um, that's where we decided to get back east because we're from Pennsylvania. And we okay. wanted to be able to. You know, be able to travel not too far away if you want to, but also be close to the ocean because we love the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure, like, I'm going to get a job, project management, something of that nature, um, since that's like my background. And I couldn't get a job for anything. I had interviews after interviews, multiple times at the same places. Um, they said they wanted to hire me, couldn't find a position. They filled the position. So a bunch of like back and forth. And I'm like, holy crap, man, like, what are we going to do? We have four kids. Um, no income coming in. VA wasn't started yet. You know, I was out the military, so that pay was done. Um, and we're like, well, good thing we have savings and credit because that's the only thing going to keep us afloat right now. And out of nowhere, Grant Cardone popped up on my Facebook uh, feed. Nice. Talking about uh, ballplayers going broke and how they need to invest in multifamily. And I was like, ding, 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 real estate. So we started diving into all of his content and we're like, we know this is like the way we need to be, but how the heck are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, the universe came back around. It was like, Pace Morby, creative finance. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I like this. Like we can get in with no money, no credit. Like that's how I learning this stuff. Yeah. I wasn't that sure of it at first. I was like, okay, well let's just go with it. And she's like, sounds like a scam. I'm like, yeah, but this oh guy's doing it. <laughs> so I was like, let's just give it a chance and see, you know, yeah. how we like it. Yeah. So, and- so we started doing that, um, and then we watched Wholesale Hotline, and Jamil and Brent were on there. And I, I can't remember what episode it was, but Jamil was talking about mindset and how it's primarily mindset. And, um, you know, even in this business, people think it's just about numbers and all this kind of stuff. But it's really not. It's more about your mindset. 
And 100%. that made us fall in love with him as a person. So we're like, okay, let's start following this guy. So YouTube University again, we went hard. Every time we watched something, we tried to do it. And within two weeks, we locked up our first deal. And wow. we sold ourselves and it was on to the races. Just that whole journey was honestly amazing because, I mean, going through the contemplating on what do I want to do with my life? And then we saw Pace and Pace is great. He's awesome. But sure. then falling into finding Jamil and it just making so much sense. Just fit like a glove. Right. Now I understand all of that. When you guys found Jamil, started all this, Grant Cardone. Yeah, stuff. so we got out um, June 2021. 21 yeah 21 um yeah because this year would be two years out so yeah 21 we found grant cardone and i want to say it was it no it's 21 it was july august i want to say it was like se august or september okay because um, we went to his real estate summit like virtually and um at that time my envision was i'm going to go to flight school and be a pilot because that's what i wanted to do in the air force but i couldn't because my energy my injury so I'm in flight school and I get a chance to talk to him and Ryan Seco. And I'm like, this is once in a lifetime, probably right now in my life. That was a sign. So it was a sign right there. And I, I told him my map. I was like, look, I'm going to be an airline pilot. I'm going to make good income. I'm going to save it all. I'm going to put it all into real estate. And he looked at me and he said, I don't know any pilots worth $100 million. <laughs> he, said, you're talking about Grant, right? Grant, Grant, said, yeah, Grant said this. And Ryan's right next to him. And I'm like, you make total sense. And I was like, how about you, Ryan? Like, what do you think? He was like, Grant's 100% right, dude. If you want to get into real estate, I'd do it right now. If I could have did it earlier, I would have. And I was like, okay, cool. Pulled out of uh, flight school. And that's why I started diving into it. Got his multifamily course, learning all that stuff. Come to find out, you need a lot of money. You need a great syndication. I didn't have either one of those things. And that's when the universe gave me pace. Most of the time, my spouse would have been like, what, you're, you're going to just stop? Like, why would you stop? But I was just like, yeah, you know, this, this just makes okay. sense. Mm -hmm. Like that day, I just felt so much relief, if that mm. makes sense. I could, I could breathe. Like, this makes sense. Like, I've known this all the mm. time, but it confirmed what we need to do next. Mm. That's, a, that's a powerful discovery. You know, it really is because it's like we, we, we go through our whole lives just trying stuff, you know, trying stuff and seeing if we like it, seeing if it sticks, seeing if it kind of aligns with our purpose or our vision. And it's almost like, you know, when you look back, you can always connect the dots and you see the journey that God's brought you on. And you're, you're like, now I'm here. And you're like, oh. but then when you find the thing, like you said, Courtney, that stress, that weight, everything lifts off your chest because you're like, I'm in, this is it. This is all I want to commit the rest of my life to. Like this, I found the thing and then it just becomes exciting and you want to share it with everyone. And so that's, that's powerful. Courtney, let me ask you how or why, why have you maintained support for yours and your husband's vision this whole time? It just makes sense. It just, if I wouldn't, then I'd be fighting myself. It just makes has sense. He ever, has he ever given you a reason not to trust his vision? No, he hasn't. Oh boy. And what's amazing is we've always seen eye to eye. That's mm. what makes it so much easier in this process and the journey that we've been in. 
because we've been through several, I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been through, we've been through, <laughs> we've, through many. we've been together over a decade, and I'm only but 25, so. We've, we've always <laughs> made it work, you know? I mean, we've always made it work. For and sure. even going back to when I lived with my grandmother, because I didn't live with my, my mom or my dad growing up, you know, my grandmother passed away, and then I moved with Carlos. And it's kind of like God, you know, put him in my life at the perfect time before my mm. grandmother had passed away because in that time of my life, my grandma was my best friend. Mm. You know, yeah. that, that was my everything to me. And um, I mean, I found him and, um, you know, we went through our struggles being so young, but we've always found a way. And we've always proved to each other, you know, hey, this is it. This is why we're going forward. And we just always trusted one another and, and I mean, compromised. I think, you know, you may have just answered my next question, um, but I was going to ask, what would your advice be for someone who is in a relationship and they really don't feel like they have the support from their spouse to move forward? You know, is your advice to move forward anyway? Is your advice to garner the support first? Where do you go if, if someone were to come to you and ask you that? Yeah. I think... More so in our lives, we're always looking for somebody else to comfort us sure. or somebody else to trust. But I think the main question that we should ask ourselves are, do we trust ourselves? Hmm. Because if we can't trust ourselves, then why would our spells trust us? That's where we need to begin, honestly. And um, I'm just so blessed that I have someone that I'm able to trust and able, you know, to, you know, I feel his support. And that's right. a blessing by itself. But um, if I weren't getting his support, would that hurt? Of course, it would hurt. And I would ask him, you know, do you not trust me? Like, you know, there would be some type of misconception in there. Sure. You know, something would be going on where we were just, it's not aligning. Mm -hmm. So we would have to kind of like dig in ourselves personally. I'd have to, you know, find what that is inside of me. And he would have to find what that is inside of him. And maybe just come together later and try to understand what that, you know, miscommunication was going on all along. Mm. Because I really think that's what it is sometimes. I feel sometimes we just don't trust ourselves, one, or, I mean, we have something going on inside. So I think it's super important to just reach inside sometimes and find what that missing spot is. That's Ooh. so good. That's so good. I, I wrote down right now, trust yourself. And, um, you know, like thinking about my journey, I, um, I was someone who I would claim didn't get support, you know, mm -hmm. from my, from my spouse, so to speak, at least I didn't, I didn't, I didn't view her support as support. It wasn't what I wanted. You know, I wanted confirmation. I wanted her to tell me, I believe in you and this and that. I didn't want any doubt. I needed zero doubt, you know? Um, and you know, in real estate, I got that, but in previous ventures and attempts, I didn't get it. And I failed a lot. I lost a lot of money. So my wife was looking at me like, okay, this is a new thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think for each person, it's a little different. You know, some people, yeah, you do need to just 
buckle down and work hard and don't worry about, you know, the, the, the support circle yourself, you know, surround yourself with a team of people who will support you with a community, things like that. Uh, and then just push, put your foot on the gas because your spouse will eventually come around. Once you start bringing home the checks and they, and they see it, they will come around. But I think you nailed, you know, you nailed it when you said, believe in yourself. I think most people that are looking for support lack belief in themselves. Mm-hmm. And to, yeah, to be able to, to, to trust yourself is, is powerful. Let me ask you, Courtney, how does someone go about trusting themselves? Time. Just time and going through life by itself, being by yourself once in a while. I think we are so with, I don't know. I feel so many people are, um, they're so focused on being with other people all the time that when they're by themselves, they, they don't know how to think. Mm. So I feel time and yeah, to get to know yourself ultimately. Time alone. Yeah. And just going through Got the struggles it. and not putting a band-aid on certain situations in life. Cause a lot of people go through something in life and you know, they put a band-aid, but then they come to another journey in their lives where they're struggling with, you know, a, a feeling that they felt in the past and they're asking themselves, man, like, mm. what is this feeling? It feels so familiar. But in reality, they've been going through this the whole entire time. They've just been kind of like pushing it off. And, so true. And, you know, so it's just you have to really realize when you're going through whatever that may be at the present moment and dig in at that moment and ask yourself, hey, what's going on once again? Dig inside of it and try to cope with that right now because we don't have time to wait. We have to, you know, get that right now under control because that will ultimately affect our relationships around us as well. Incredible. Incredible. You know, like, yeah, after I did my first deal, brought home that $10,000 check, wife's been supporting me ever since. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of the guys on our team, uh, young Retta, shout out to Retta. He, uh, he, he lives with his family and his family gave him crap. He'd be in his room, just hammering out calls. This kid's 18, hammering out calls in his room. His mom's like, what are you doing? Are you selling drugs? Are you doing this and that? And he's like, no, <laughs> just hang. Trust me. You're not up to any good. Blah, blah, blah. Well, last month he made like seven grand or something like that. 18 year old in his room, you know, yeah. made that. And then he was able to pay like his mom bought him new tires. He paid her off and she's like, what? Like he took the family wow. out to dinner. Um, it was just a really, awesome, really cool man. thing. And so now he's got the support of his family. And so for yeah, any of that... Oh, sorry. No, please, please. I was just saying that not everybody sees what you see. That's Very it. True. And that, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Sometimes that's how it should be. It's just really important to surround yourself with other people that can see what you see too, though. So true. So true. Most people don't have the vision that most entrepreneurs have. Like all of us, Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to find people to surround yourself with um, Mm -hmm. that that align with what your goals are, maybe what your visions are, um, because we're all different. But that's the hardest thing. And so when you can align yourself with those people, it makes the world the difference. So let me ask you, you guys this, though. What, what do you guys recommend for someone that doesn't have a community around them, doesn't have people around them that they feel supportive and they feel like they're alone in this? What do you guys, what's maybe some tips or advice for them? I would say uh, advice would be find these people because they're out there. Um, join Facebook groups, start to meet people, you know, virtually, like in Zooms and Google Meets, making phone calls, texting back and forth. Just find people in this space that you're trying to get into and talk to them about it. 
ask them their experiences, see what they've been through, what are they going through, what success have they had, how did they get it? Um, and all of that stuff would really clear up a lot of beliefs in their head other than their own self-doubt. Because that only happens whenever you actually take the action and it works. And then you're like, holy crap, like, I can do this. This isn't fake. This isn't like fantasy. Like, we can actually do this. We just have to figure out our system and keep working it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's the misconception, too, is a lot of successful people. People get, especially when you're new. I felt this way when I was new. You don't want to reach out to the people that are ultra successful in whatever industry because you're like, oh, they don't have time for me. They don't want to help. They don't want to do this and that. But the truth is they do want to help. They're, they're yeah. the more successful, usually the more giving. And so, yeah. Um, and if you, if you backtrack that, a lot of that is mindset. Mm-hmm. It's just what it comes down to is your mindset because you're having all of these limiting beliefs stacking on top of each other and you're not taking it forefront. You're pushing it off to the side and you're telling yourself all of these lies that aren't true. Um, reach out to us. Reach out to Aisham, reach out to Tanner, uh, like reach out to somebody that's doing it. Just, just reach out. The worst thing that can happen is no response. Hmm. So true. So true. What do you lose? You don't lose anything. I mean, we've been there before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, we, we didn't really, we weren't around people like this. And um, we, we had yeah. to get there. That's just it. I think we went like seven months studying Grant Cardone before we found Pace. I think it was like the actual time frame. Because we just started wholesaling October of 2022. Wow. You guys guys mentioned mindset a couple times now. Um, Obviously, it's it's super important. I mean, it's the whole reason for our podcast. We we, we rarely talk tips and tactics and stuff like that on how to get a deal because we want to work on your brain. You know, you're not going to get a deal until you're you're solid in between your ears. And so what are some of the things that you guys do to maintain a sharp mindset? Um, first thing is meditate. And it mm-hmm. sounds, some people are like, oh yeah, meditation. It's a cliche. I sit there, I don't feel anything. Like it's something you have to work on. Um, I'll be honest, sometimes I don't do it. And I know when I don't do it because mm-hmm. my days aren't as good. Mm-hmm. Um, the days that I wake up like That's today true. and I meditated, I may have had a couple struggles, but I was able to go over it a lot faster. Right. The meditation um, and whatever your beliefs are, whether you want to believe in a God, um, I do. I know that there personally, I feel it, that there is a God and a higher power. Um, but whatever your beliefs are, whatever you believe in, whatever you just want to call it, the universe or some frequency, whatever you want to call it, stick to that belief and have faith in that and allow the rest of everything else to just work and fall into place and keep taking your actions and keep doing things of personal development. Um, one thing that I started out with was Jim Rohn. I started mm, out with Jim Rohn and then, and then I started hearing him talking about thinking grow rich and, and all these other people that I started off next Bob, Bob Proctor studied the heck out of him, reading his books. You too can be prosperous. I mean, so reading meditation, prayer, um, and just, just, just taking care of yourself and your, and your diet, yes. your diet is a huge part of your brain. Mm. It's that's good really part of your brain yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think anyone's ever mentioned diet and, no, and no, you're right you it's so important it's so important oh, it really man. is 
It's super important. I just started, I just started eating salads for lunch and it's totally changed my energy. Like I can keep going throughout the day. I don't have that, you know, that two o'clock kind of, all right, let's wind it down three o'clock, whatever. No, I just keep going. So that's huge. Let me ask, uh, let me ask you, Carlos, I'll ask you this specifically. Um, is there an, an insult or criticism that you've heard about yourself maybe in the past or recently that you actually see as a strength? Yeah. Um, growing up, uh, where we're from, we don't come from much. Um, yeah, I could throw a rock to the projects. So we don't come from anything. We don't see anything around. So that's everybody's mindset is that we're not going to go anywhere. You can't do nothing. If you want something, you got to go to college forever. Um, and I remember one time I was sitting in my, my mom's house. I, I was probably 15. Um, she was with me and I've always been a dreamer. So I'm looking on Zillow and I'm like, man, I want to live in California. I'm looking at houses in San Diego. And uh, we're sitting there and I'm looking at this house, like 750,000. And my sister walks up. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just looking at this house. You know, I'm I'm dreaming, you know, I'm just admiring this piece of real estate. She's like, you'll never be able to get that. I'm like, Mm. "What what do you mean? She's like, you know what kind of job you have to have to get that? And ever since then, I, that has always stuck with me. So, for the longest, I was looking for that job. I thought, you know, the Air Force commission, be a pilot, get out, get in the airlines. I got that job. Um, and then I found real estate. And it was like, you no longer have the job. You create jobs and you're loving what you do. And you're going to get that real estate way faster because you're in real estate. Hmm. So that's, I'd say that is one of the things that's been the driving factor in my life for sure. That's Powerful. incredible. Courtney, I'm going to ask you the same question now. I was going to switch it up, but but I'm curious. Is, is there an insult or criticism that you've heard that you've found to be a an actual strength? I think people um, like us growing up always saying, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. That was a big one. I don't know if you guys ever heard that in life, but, you know. You think you're too good? Yeah, like you think you're too good. And I've always been kind of, um, I think that's why I'm getting out of my bubble right now and why I may have been more of an introvert because if, you know, I put out to the world when I'm feeling, I kind of, or not when I'm feeling, but, you know, my achievements are, then it's kind of bragging. Mm-hmm. But it actually, um, ultimately, it's not that at all. I mean, what we're doing now is helping other people. Yeah. So now putting out the word you know, um, don't listen to that false narrative. It's not real. If anything, it's the devil trying to shut you up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So, it, to, it, oh, go ahead, please. Yeah, I was just going to just add on what she was saying about that because I used to have that belief in my head was like, don't put out the nice things you have, the nice things you do, because it is bragging. And she started watching Stormy Wellington about the same time I started following Grant Cardone. And they ended up like linking, like whenever we were like watching them both grow as people. And Stormy's always posting all her lavish lifestyles with that. I'm like, man, why is she doing that? Why is she doing that? And then one day she said on there that she's not doing it to brag, but she's doing it to inspire somebody else to get up off their butt and, and do something too. And that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm to add that on there. Yeah. That's when I actually started watching other people that, you know, went through the same exact, I don't want to say struggles, but the same, the same exact other people with mindsets that, um, I also grew up around, you know, Stormy said that a lot that, you know, her family did the same thing and said the same things around her. Mm-hmm. 
and that's why she grew so big because she didn't want to grow and um, teach her kids to be quiet all of you know their life. That she wanted her son to be a person that would, yeah, just um, do what he wanted to do and was able to share that to the world. Look, I, we're in a helicopter right now, and I want to hover over that because there's yeah. some there's there's some stuff there. Um, it's getting real. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And Stor Stormy Wellington is a is an amazing human. I've I've known of her for years and years and years before the world knew of her uh, through uh, network marketing and stuff that I used to be involved with back in the day. Um, she's always kind of been that way. She's always been a, a beast and just bold, you know, and, and putting herself out there. And I will say me, I gleaned a lot of my uh, courage and, and whatnot from seeing the examples of other people. And so, mm -hmm. Courtney, you said something really powerful. You said, look, I, you know, maybe naturally introverted, but I'm now being more inspired to to realize it's OK to not be the uh, you didn't say the know it all, but not, you know, uh, uh, you know, too good, not good enough. You know that it's OK to to showcase my wins. It's OK to mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Courtney, did you acquire this mindset just over time from seeing these people and you glean the confidence from them? Was it a conversation you had to have with yourself? Was this something that happened immediately? How did you, how did you make that transition from kind of wanting to stay behind the scenes to, okay, now I'm ready to be bold? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, once again, it goes to action. I, um, since I didn't have those people around me, I started watching those people. Mm. And what you watch is ultimately how you start thinking. Mm. And it kind of went from there. You know, I, I didn't have those friends, but I mean, those people are my friends in my mind. Absolutely. You know, why can I not know them? I mean, I'm getting messages now from, you know, big influencers that I've never honestly thought that I would get messages from. You know, like I'm talking about like Dean. Dean Graziosi. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Which to me is amazing because I, I love him and he's a great, you know, him and Tony Robbins. Um, so I think I just kind of asked myself maybe like what a year and a half ago and, and I'm still getting there. But I asked myself, truly, I really did. It's not cliche at all. If they can do it, why can I not? Mm. I mean, so I'm only true. doing this physical world once. Why am I sitting around waiting if? You know, waiting for it to come to me. It's not going to come to me. I have to go to it. I have to Absolutely. open my mouth. I'm not going to get anywhere if I don't. You know, nobody's going to know you if you don't open your mouth. It's such a big world, but in reality, it's it's big, but it's not. If that makes sense, you know, it's it's just you have to open your mouth. You really do. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I want to tell the audience so many stories of just things that happened to me in my life to kind of confirm uh, what you're saying, Courtney. But Let's do what it. these people are speaking <laughs> are the truth. I mean, it really is. I can, from a person who grew up in of little means, not poor, just little means, in a crazy family where my parents divorced and remarried three times, all all the nothing was like okay, you like that that thing that awesome thing over there is what I can go after. I had no clue, you know. It wasn't until I started surrounding myself with people, started taking the action. No, I wasn't just sitting in the chairs. You know, I went from sitting in the chairs to standing next to the circle. I went from standing next to the circle to standing shoulder to shoulder shoulder in the circle. I went from standing shoulder to shoulder in the circle to now speaking to now where I'm kind of in the middle of the circle. 
You know, mm-hmm. you like it's a progression and, and you can't expect, you know, you to have Dean Graciosi's phone number overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I was I was telling uh, Tanner is um, so I really want a relationship with Brent Daniels for some weird reason. I feel like he and I align very well. You know, I feel like he, he would just be a guy that I could become friends with, you know, let alone mentorship and whatnot. But I told him I don't have the audacity to reach out just yet. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think I'm deserving or anything like that. I just don't have the audacity yet. I know there's levels to this stuff. And so mm-hmm. what am I going to, I'm working on being the man worthy of being in Brent Daniels circle. It's one of my goals. Um, and so I, I just, man, I want to encourage everyone to listen to what she said. If you're, if you're feeling held back, if you're mentally struggling, whatever, just take action, get out there, start talking to people, start rubbing shoulders. You become the average of the five people you hang around with the most. It's so true. You really do. If you're broke, look at the five people hanging around you. I guarantee you they're broke. Exactly. Yeah. You're the sixth one for sure. But you know, you know, so here's, here's the thing that I learned because when I was at this point, I was like, I don't know anyone successful. And sure, I can go on Facebook groups and do all that stuff, but I don't know anyone successful. That was my poor mindset. I had to switch that. And that's what I didn't realize. I was in this poor me state. And it's like, you got to get out of that. You got to start shifting that mindset to who do I know? Not, I don't know. Who do I know? You know? Um, so anyways. You're making excuses for yourself. That's oh all gosh. you are doing. Feeling sorry for yourself. That's all yeah. you do is you put yourself in that vulnerable state of mind and you can't grow from there. Absolutely. You nope. have to take yourself out of that position. Just like you said, you want to, you know, be in Brent's circle. Well, I encourage you Get to there, go bro. and put yourself there because unless you do, you will never be in that circle. Mm-hmm. 100%. You yeah. need to go to go to Phoenix, bro. Hit up the wholesale hotline in studio and talk to the man because you're already there, bro. Yes. You're not, I've met him. You're not, I've met him. I... Your blocks, bro. <laughs> your, your foundation is set. You got the statue. You got the hat on. Dude, you're ready. Let's go. <laughs> the hat's definitely going to get him. He's going to be like, whoa, hold up. Yeah. No, I've, I've met Brent. I've, I've had conversations with him. I just want to be on a level to where we're, we've got each other's text and I can, you know, if I'm having a hard time in business, I can reach out to him, stuff like that. But yeah, it, it's, it's, in, it's in works, you know. Mm-hmm. I just realize that there's levels to this and I don't have the false expectation of, I'm going to meet this guy in the next two months. And if it doesn't happen, oh, I'm not, I'm not worthy of this, no, this role really. or anything. None of that. Yeah. So let me ask you guys, don't be turning this interview on me. Um, (laughs) What's, what's the greatest lesson that you guys have learned so far in real estate? Take it. You want me to take it? You can take it. Greatest lesson. If you don't move, nothing moves. (laughs) It sounds Mm. simple, but like I noticed, um, you know, we would do good mm-hmm. and I would get laxed and then I would get stressed. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest lesson was like, you got to keep moving. Like when you get a deal done, um, don't count it, put it away. If you got to live on it, live on it, but don't sit and live on it, live on it and produce more. Um, keep going out, keep going, keep doing a thing. Like Jamil always says, keep hitting that button. Um, it's there. You've already created it. You've already hit it once. Treat popped out. If you keep hitting it, another one's going to come. It's going to maybe take 20 hits, maybe 30 hits, maybe 100. But guess what? If you keep moving, it's going to keep moving. Um, so that I think that would be my biggest one. 
and being consistent mm -hmm. that goes along with it, but truly being consistent and just not letting your foot off the gas. Absolutely. You keep yourself on Keep moving forward. Don't merge. Stay on that highway. Just keep going. No matter what happens, no matter who tries to pull you off, no matter, you know, Stick to the bumps strategy. you have to go through, just stay on that highway mm -hmm. and don't get off. No matter okay. how hard it is, just don't give up. Because anything in life is difficult. That's mm. life. I mean, it's not supposed to be easy. It's really not. And I know that from experience. I'm not just up here saying this for, you know, can't go sooner, but the crap of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been through some things in our life and the only, you know, you, we, you had to go through, we had to go through the storm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Carlos, you said uh, stick to one strategy. Elaborate. So when you spread yourself thin, you get thin. So if you want to be <laughs> full, stick to one. <laughs> so... Like, don't, uh, don't try to be Mr. Creative. I'm going to be Pace and Jamil and Brent. I'm going to do director seller. I'm going to do on market. I'm going to do agent outreach. And I'm going to do creative. I'm going to pitch sub two. I'm going to pitch seller finance. I'm going to be trying to get wraps. I'm going to try to, you know, all these different strategies. Yes, they're all real estate. Yes, you can wholesale every single one of them, but they're all different. Whatever you feel best at at first, dive into it. Because whatever you're more comfortable with, you're going to probably do extremely well. Now, doesn't mean if you go 90 to 120 days and you're not producing anything that you need to sit back and say, well, what, what am I doing wrong? Can I adjust in this? Or maybe should I switch avenues? Mm -hmm. But when you switch avenues, don't go back to that other avenue that didn't work. Yep. Stick to that one. So stick to one at a time. Um, like in our business, for you know, per se, most of our success had come from the MLS. So I, in my mind, I'm, I'm sticking to one. I mix my agent outreach up with MLS because every time I, before I hang up the phone, I'm asking them for more. Sure. Um, while other people will strictly only do agent outreach, they're not hitting the MLS and they're doing great. But because my button was MLS, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to mix it up a little bit by adding another piece into it while I'm doing that one thing, but direct to seller. I'm going to let it go unless I see a property I've been following that fell off the market. Hmm. Then I'm converting that into a direct seller, but I'm not doing any marketing to get that lead. That I always sense. tell people um, when they're starting, because I don't, I mean, we haven't dove back this far to you guys, but for the most part, there's a common theme where when, you know, people that get into wholesaling, people that get into real estate, they try everything. Right. They, they spread themselves thin. They want to try this. They see, you know, this, someone's being successful in this area and so on and so forth. Um, so I always tell people, and this is from my own experience. I actually let, I let them know when they, when they ask, go try everything. Um, because you're not going to know what you enjoy and what you're good at. Um, mm -hmm. and you're not going to know what you're going to be successful at until you do try everything. Cause you're going to meet people and you're going to talk to people and you're going to do, maybe do a few deals in there. You're not gonna be able to build a business around that model, but it's, it's going to let you decide what Avenue to take. And so that's just me piggybacking on what, what Carlos yeah. said there. And that's great to, to mention because I should have mentioned that as well. Um, because when we first started and we were learning about wholesaling, um, I met a local investor um, and he was an older guy and he was trying to teach me kind of like TTP stuff you know, direct to seller stuff. And I was cold calling, it only lasted a few days. 
because I was like, there's no way I'm going to, like, I'm going to be a whole head of gray hair in like two weeks if I don't stop this. Cause it was like really stressing me out. I'm like, my brain is hurting. I'm making so many phone calls. I'm getting hung up on, cursed out. I'm like, yeah, I was like, this is too much. This is too much friction for me. Um, I'm just going to go back to what Jamil was saying. I'm not going to listen to what this guy was telling me to do. Um, I'm going to do what I feel is right. So I did try that and it didn't feel right. So that's why I go with the, you know, do what you feel right with. But the only way to know that is by, like you said, trying each one. Just don't get hung up. Don't get hung up. Yeah, don't because then eventually you will get distracted and you will give up on everything you're doing. Yes. Yep. And I and the, the the reason I say that too, and again, piggybacking is because um, if whenever you're first new into the business and you're trying to pick one model to go after, right? Um, you're always going to be wondering about this other stuff if you don't try it. So I just tell everyone right off the bat, go try everything because it's yeah. going to, you, you may struggle for a while, but until you find that one thing and then it clicks and then it's game over. So yeah. I let people know right off the bat, just go try it. For sure. Like we even, um, our main goal was multifamily. So it is. And it still is a goal of ours. But now that we have Keekly, you know, our goal now is to get this running and, you Scale know, out. allow it to be a mm -hmm. business that we, you know, are manifesting it to be. But are we going to ever, you know, do multifamily? Of course. But right now, it's just we're putting all of our time and energy into this yeah. business right now and trying to source it completely. That's it. You know, you, you said a couple awesome things uh, around this. You, you talked about consistency um, mm -hmm. and how that, that's the big driver. And Carlos, you talked about momentum, basically. And we had Mindset Marlon uh, on the, on the, on the uh, podcast recently. And he spent a lot of time. If you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back and listen to it. Yeah, we will for sure. um, it's, it's phenomenal. We haven't aired it yet, but just anyone who's listening to this podcast, it'll definitely, it'll be out by then. Um, but um, please go back and listen to it. Cause we, we talk about momentum uh, pretty heavily and we, we break it down. Like the, the real purpose of momentum and kind of some misnomers that people think is momentum. Um, but, but it's really not, they're just, they're just being busy. They're not being productive, you know? Mm -hmm. And so things like that to, to, to think about. And so Tanner, to your point, I tell, you know, it, it's, I, I hate to say, I tell people all the time because you don't, they don't do anything all the time, but it's, it's advice <laughs> that I give, especially from an older person. I'm in my forties right now. Um, and so I say, hey, you know, this business is kind of like the, the ages. It's weird. Like when you're in your 20s, you try stuff, you know, taste, try to you get, you should have 30 jobs when you're in your 20s. If you're in your 20s and you only had one job the whole time, you know, you, you may have missed the opportunity to find what your true calling is. So just try stuff. In your 30s, that's when you kind of sink your teeth in. And when you're 40s, that's when you should become like a pro. And so think about that in real estate you know, try different things, try different approaches. Here's the only caveat that me personally, I'll throw out. And I'd love to hear you guys' feedback is if you are going to try something, give it 90 days before you pivot, give it some time because mm -hmm. it's going to be ugly in the beginning. So it's not going to be easy. And you're going to be like, Oh man, I remember Tanner telling me to try something else. <laughs> you're like, I'm done with agents. You know, they're, they're not fun to talk to you. I'm going to go, you know, text. I'm going to try texting, um, stick with it. Give it, give it long enough for it to grow roots. And so what, what are you guys' feedback around that? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's why earlier I was saying um, you just don't want to continue going to one thing after the next because then eventually you will give up on everything you do. So I 100% agree. You know, if you try something new, give it the 90 days, see if you like it, but hold yourself accountable to make it to the 90 days. Yeah. I can Super say, important. and to add one thing to that too, if you do it consistently, 
for those 90 days, I guarantee you're going to be way better at the end of the 90 days mm. than you were the first day. And guess what? You might add another toll to your toll belt. And if you were successful in that 90 days, hell, go add another toll. Yeah. It's just like wholesaling, for example. I mean, the first day, I mean, now you're six months in. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to be so much better. I'm sure you guys are so much better now at the podcast than when you first started. For you sure. know, it just takes mm -hmm. reps to gain that muscle. Absolutely. Guys, all right. So enough of the heady stuff. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk some fun stuff. That's what that's what some of these listeners and viewers came here for, right? For sure. Um, <laughs> I know I know you guys have been crushing it in your business. And you, you obviously you're for anyone watching, they've got the Keekly gear on, super <laughs> repped out. Absolutely. Um, we be twinning yeah. on here. He's like, yeah, we're gonna be twinning. Yeah. <laughs> twinning. <laughs> Look, so tell, tell the people, we'll talk numbers in a second, but what is Keegly? All right. So Keegly, uh, what we do is everything wholesale, anything real estate. Um, uh, the main driving factor of our business is the Dispo model, um, but our acquisitions, like you have to have heavy act in order to have a good Dispo. So we do a lot of networking, whether that's through, a, you know, our community in Astro or local people, um, agents. Just networking, getting us out there. Um, we help people with contracts, help people with properties, help people with numbers. Um, you know, since we are local in our market, um, if something is a great deal, we will send an inspector for you. We'll get bids written up for you. Essentially, um, AMD too. Pretty much from A to Z wholesale, um, we help people get going, and in return, that helps our business grow. Um, so that's pretty much what we do is we we're, we're finding our own distressed properties, help people get their distressed properties um, lined up in their pipelines, get them all the way to closing table and repeat. Basically a transaction. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My very first deal, I reached out to Keegley uh, to, to get that first deal sold. And I was so grateful um, to, to, to have the, the company and, and the team's involvement in my deal and having them really kind of coach me along the way. So guys, Keegley mm -hmm. is incredible. We'll talk more about that shortly, but you guys were on a call recently. So uh, we are all a part of a, uh, a mastermind, like kind of coaching group uh, called Astro Flipping Elite. And uh, Jamil Damji is our, our um, what do you call him, our leader, mentor, our, our head mentor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he really is the blue genie. Um, yeah. You guys shared an incredible story. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to, to, to go too deep into it because I know it's still a deal that's in works, but I just want to let people know some of the potential that's out there. And this mm -hmm. isn't, only for people who have been doing this for a while. These deals are out there. Tell us a little bit about the deal that you have in works right now, how you got it and what's the story? Yeah, so yeah, so we, uh, again, networking is the number one thing in any business. I don't care if you're selling shoes, shirts, or, or real estate. Um, you gotta know people mm -hmm. um, to get things done and to get the most done. Mm -hmm. So this deal actually came from the contractor of our very first wholesale deal we ended up becoming really good friends. Um, he does a lot for us. We do a lot for him. And he was like, you know, I want to try out this wholesale thing. So I got him into Astro and he's been dog on bone since. He's doing great. And he found this land um, on Ponte Vedra uh, Ocean, like the beach. And it's oceanfront piece of property, 0.37 acres. Um, we have some comps on the road, new builds for five mil. We got um, an older house that sold the road for 2.9 and 
and we got it under contract at six fifty, mm-hmm. and we were looking to sell it at uh, originally was nine hundred. Um, buyers were coming back around seven hundred, seven fifty, um, which we were like, yeah, like hey, that's still potentially a hundred grand. Um, and we ran into some issues with the seawall being very expensive, so that's kind of what's been like the kind of push against it. Um, but we're still going. We're still going for it. We have three more, the exact same properties, um, like within miles from each other. Two of them are side by side. Um, and these all come from networking from our contractor, Jeremy. Um, so shout out to you. Uh, he's, like I said, killing it. But he he got it from an agent that he had been talking to or something like that and then brought it back to us. Um, it was like, hey, you know, we got this. What can we do with it? And I'm like, dude, I never worked land before, to be honest. You know, I've only been doing this since October, so my network is very good. Sure. But I've only been in one niche. <laughs> so it's a little different. It's pushing us out into the land stuff. That's why we reach out to you guys. Um, hey. But we're, you know, I was, but two days ago, I was driving around Ponte Vedra. Every new build on the ocean, I was pulling up. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you guys buying? Hey, you guys buying? So that's what it takes behind the scenes. Like, you actually got to get out there and grind and do stuff. But the deal's not dead. Uh, it's not over. We still have some people interested. We don't have a signed contract right now, unfortunately. But last week, we did close a $44,000 one. Let's go. <laughs> Gosh. What's been you guys' biggest month so far, money-wise? Last month, I would yeah, say we month, did... Sure. Uh, I think it was over... Over 50. It was, it was about 55, I want to say. Um, and of course, that's gross. You know, that's before we, we pay out the people that need to be paid as well. Um, but net, we brought home uh, 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. This is, man, I, I want everyone to know this. I, and this is the God's honest truth. If you guys haven't experienced this kind of money yet, know it's coming. Oh, yeah. I, when I first got started a year ago, $10,000, my deal was like, oh my God, $10,000, life-changing money. Now, did you guys hear how comfortable Carlos just said that dollar amount? And that was his yeah. biggest month. That's also was, while we were in Arizona too. So yeah, they were gone. We were busy. We, I mean, we were getting busy. We were getting ready to go to Arizona as well the month before. So it's you know, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's incredible. That's a brag. Um, <laughs> just saying. No, it's perfect because the, your your point was is that you have leverage. You know, mm-hmm. um, you, you work with a team of people. And so guys surround yourself with the right people. Cause these are the conversations that are having mm-hmm. is you want to, you want to be in conversation with people where talking about a $50,000 deal or an $80,000 deal or a hundred thousand dollar deal. Isn't like a, Whoa, you said what you want it to sound normal, mm-hmm. you know? And so when you said that with such comfort, you know, it, it's, it just shows your level of growth because I'm sure mm-hmm. had you a year ago when, you, you know, two years ago when you guys first started, had this $40,000 deal land in your lap, you probably would have shit your pants a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna... with yeah, kind we, of, I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> that right there, dude, because like, like we were studying for so long, but whenever we first, like when we got into Jamil, that's when we really started like hitting it. And that was just October 2022. So we took all that time of just like marinating and learning and, you know, just analysis for paralysis, like kind of scare weary. Like we know we need to do it, but we're like, man, right. can we really? And, really then, and then one day we're just like, first. like, yeah. we're going to just do it. I still remember <laughs> actually, cause um, our pup had passed away mm-hmm. and we were just, I'm not going to lie. We were just miserable. Yeah. 
couple of weeks. It was I remember it was, that time. It was very tragic yeah. to us. And I will never forget. That's when I had my breakthrough. And um, Carlos was on the steps. And I was just standing in the kitchen here. And I was like, Why, what are we doing? Why aren't we working? Hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, tomorrow, we're going back to work. And he looked at me and he was like, I agree 100%. Yeah. And I think maybe the next day, that, that next day, we actually um, locked got one, one locked. Yeah, yeah. locked one up. <laughs> but, um, now, this is before you guys were, were we, involved. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was talking all over you. I was just saying it was not just us. Once again, connections is so important because we did this. Yes. You know, we did this. And um, the people that we are doing this with, we did this. Mm-hmm. You just have to have those connections and um, relationships. It's super important. Wow. You guys, so you guys are in Jacksonville, right? And mm-hmm. Jacksonville is a crazy market. It's so, you know, I, I almost want to like keep it on the low, but I know for you guys, this business, it would be very helpful. Um, you know, you guys are doing very well, obviously. Um, but there's more people in Jacksonville. I know when, you know, Jacksonville was our market when we were in the properties before we pivoted over to the land. And Tanner and I saw this and we're like, this is a gold mine. Like everyone's focusing on Tampa and Orlando and you got this Jacksonville has way more opportunity, bigger city, uh, just a great market. You know, it's very kind of segregated, not segregated, but, you know, separated the goods in the bad neighborhoods. And you can really easily almost by zip code know if that's an area that your, you know, your builders or your buyers are are buying in. So you guys are in, in Jacksonville. How's that market? Are you, are you guys excited about that market? Are you are you looking to yeah. stretch outside of that or what's going on? Yeah, so I can tell you, and I know she's about to say something, but uh, we, you know, we did our first deal. It closed November 15th of 2022. That was our first deal. We made five grand. Finally bumped our, you know, our actual like whole household income, like the highest it's ever been. And we're like on a high. We're like, yeah, like this is so cool. But on that high is when we got super relaxed. Um, and then once we started getting back into it, probably like end of November, um, we were like, hey, everybody's crushing Tampa. Everybody's crushing Orlando. So what did we do? We branched out. And guess what it did? It slowed us down. I actually remember <laughs> um, we called you, Isham. Yeah. And yeah. I remember asking you, what do you think we should do? Because we're kind of stuck right now. Do you remember that conversation? I do remember that 100%. And I do remember you. I really try to remember it. Stick to one market. Yeah, Yeah. well, and I remember you saying, you know, get a taste for everything, but choose it wisely. Mm -hmm. So that's when we were like, and I'm happy that we did that because we were looking in Nashville. We were looking in. I locked up three in Nashville in three days. (laughs) (laughs) We were looking everywhere. But then one day we were sitting here and it just came back to us. Why are we not doing it in Jacksonville? Like, what are we doing? We're right here. There's deals being done every single day. Once again, mindset. Oh. If they can do it, why cannot we? Yeah. Why also, can't, why can't to, we? to add on Jacksonville. So funny story. When we were in Tennessee um, and we were studying multifamily and Grant was talking about how good Florida was, that's why we moved to Florida. We moved mm. here for real estate, but it wasn't wholesale. So we moved here for multifamily. And then we're like, well, we, first we're thinking like Space Coast, you know, and then we're like, oh, well, Jacksonville looks cool. We found a house. It's like, yeah, let's just go to Jacksonville. And that's when we started digging really into it. And here we are now, Keegley in Jacksonville. So if we never moved here for real estate, we wouldn't like be like where we are today. We wouldn't probably even be an astro flipping. It's honestly so mind-blowing. So, honestly, like when I think about <laughs> Jacksonville, Jacksonville was always meant to be. Um, it picked us. 
we didn't really pick it. Um, everything else on the outside didn't really work. So Jacksonville is our market. We're sticking here. We're staying here. Um, we will expand. Um, I can't tell you when because honestly, right now sure. our goal is to um, blow this Kegley up, um, and just Kegley's name in general, just so everybody in Jacksonville and all over Florida knows like who Kegley is. Um, to blow it up, scale it, and just keep growing our generational wealth for our family, and mm -hmm. just keep pushing forward. Just want to represent Jamil's name as well, because yes. man, like he has done so much for all of us. Mm -hmm. I just. I just want to make him look good. Of course, I want to make us look good too. But I mean, <laughs> I, I want to pay him back. Yeah, I really. I already do. have things in my head I'm going to do for him that I I can't do right now, but it's going to happen. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. I I totally get that. Man, that's that's powerful. I you know it's it's again it's been really cool seeing you guys' journey and and playing a little teeny tiny role that has been even 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 more cool and so. Um, how can, if people want, if people have deals, if you've acquired deals in Jacksonville or in the surrounding, you know, uh, Metroplex of Jacksonville, how can people get in touch with you? Can you guys help them with those deals? Of course. 100%. From start to finish. You can send them uh, to my email, carlos at Kegley, B-R-E-I.com or Courtney, same email, just Courtney at Kegley, B-R-E-I.com. And our, uh, our CRM number is 904-529-0689. And like you said, we'll help you from start to finish um, and everything in between. Um, one thing we do ask is you to be teachable. Hmm. Um, because if you're not teachable, then we're not willing to teach you. Because we do have a business to run. Um, and we love to help and get people to get their businesses going. But there is a lot of things in wholesale that deters a lot of people or stops them from really expanding their minds. Right. So keep coming with an open mind. If you come with an open mind and you're wanting to work and I can feel it and I, I feel your energy over the phone, we're going to get it done within two weeks. And I, I told uh, Jose Villarreal, he's our acquisitions, our director of acquisitions. And when he first started with us, we said, you're going to have a deal within 30 days. And he was like, man, I hope so. I hope so. And he was super hungry, like super wanting to get it. And we helped him from start to finish. And he was originally in the California market. He lives out there. He does it virtually. Within three weeks, he got a deal. Let's yeah, go. He just told me so. to say I will get a deal. Awesome. And he kept saying I will get a deal. He put in the universe and the universe gave it back. Yep. Man, that's incredible. All right. So Keegley, Jacksonville. Here's one thing. Uh, so if you guys don't know, like Keegley is a dispo hub. They're a dispo machine. And so not only will they sell your deal, they actually help you. Like Keegley is so much different from a lot of these other guys. So like I'm sure Carlos and Courtney, if you guys are looking to lock up deals in Jacksonville, but maybe, you know, maybe you've been looking at Jacksonville as a market and you, you kind of want to switch there, but you're like, man, I don't know, like where are buyers buying at? Um, you know, what should I lock this up at? That's why they're here. They yeah. just gave you the phone number. They just gave you your email. Connect with them. They will give you buy prices. If you if you've got something that you're thinking before you lock it up, but you just want to make sure you're locking this up at the right price, reach out to them. They'll actually tell you, hey, look, you lock it up at this price, we'll sell it easy. I mean, they, they provide so much certainty. So Kegley is amazing. You guys are amazing. Um, you guys, thank you so, so, so much for, for this time. I mean, it's been an incredible honor talking with y'all. Absolutely. I feel like we need a part two. I feel like I have oh, so much to go. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I've got a list of questions and I, I asked two of them. So I do yeah. want to ask one more though, yeah. um, before we leave. Um, it, it's, it's a big question and hopefully uh, someone will get, get value from this, but I, I think you guys will get the most value from it just by giving your answer. Um, I'm going to ask you first, Courtney. I looked over at you on, on my screen. I don't know why I did that. Uh, but I'm going to ask you first, Courtney, what is your current message to the world? My current message? The same thing I tell myself every single day, just don't give up. Hmm. I know I'm saying the most cliche you know, statements, but once again, they are a statement. And um, you really have to be your biggest fan. Mm -hmm. So true. That, that's, man, I mean... Stop looking for validation. Mm -hmm. Why are you not seeking that within yourself? Get to know yourself. Give yourself the time that you need to get to know yourself. And just don't give up. That's it. Give yourself a little grace. It's okay. 100%. See, I can keep going. Now you said grace. That's another one, too. Right. <laughs> I get it. Give yourself grace. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, people really don't give themselves enough grace. They're so hard on themselves. And I mean, just waking up today, give yourself grace with that. The biggest mm -hmm. thing, I, every day I wake up, I make my bed. Because I mean, I slept in it, why not make it? You make your mistakes in life, fix them. Mm. You know, you, you walk in a house, you have to walk back out, make sure, you know, you cleaned your way out, you know, just sure. make sure that you allow yourself to clean up your mess. Yep. Mm. If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. Perfect sense. Yeah. Carlos, I'm not going to let you off by asking the same question. <laughs> right? You've probably been over there thinking, what am I going to say? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to ask you more so, um, what is what is a word of inspiration from you? Keep that in mind, inspiration, uh, for wholesalers that are in their first year. First year? Uh, inspiration. Look at me. I'm in my first year. Mm. Really, we're sorry. <laughs> Um, like we said earlier, if they can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. Um, like we said, everything else, we pretty much gave you the roadmap from the beginning. Stick to something, like Tanner said, try different things. Don't get washed up. You know, don't be wishy-washy and everything, but really try. Really try each and everything that you feel aligns with you. Take advantage of it. Dive in head first. Put your hands behind your back. If you hit your forehead, keep pushing. Um, brush burns only hurt for a little bit. They heal up. You might get a scar, but guess what? That skin's thicker now and you know a lot more. Um, and don't listen to naysayers and weed those people out because they're only going to slow you down. They're going to distract you. Um, really look for the people that are really, really doing the thing and don't, don't copy them, mm. but pick certain things about them that you love and try to implement that into your life. Huge. Because if you try to copy somebody's character, everybody's gonna catch on to that mm -hmm. and you're not gonna feel good inside. Mm -hmm. So be you, don't take advice from everybody, but take certain advice from everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll be super successful in this business. Be persistent, be consistent. You too can be rich. You can be prosperous. You can be abundant. Live in abundance. If you don't live in abundance, you won't have abundance. Take care of yourself. Treat your mind well. Treat yourself well. Treat your body well. 
and go for it. Mm -hmm. I like how you said to filter out what you take from somebody. It's yeah. so important. So and so end because that's we yeah. just need to drop mic drop. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. Look, so here here's the truth, guys. Um, imagine imagine being someone who doesn't have much going for themselves, but you see this Chick Fil A. And you walk into the Chick-fil-A and you're like, look, I kind of like the, the, the thing that you guys got going on here. You guys are very service oriented. You don't work on Sundays. I like the vibe of the culture. I'd like to be a part of this. Imagine that. Imagine being hired at Chick-fil-A to less than a year later being a franchise owner of Chick-fil-A. Right. That's normally something that takes a long period of time. It takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes money. This is what Carlos and Courtney have done with Keegley. Like, I don't think you guys get that. Like, it's incredible what they pulled off. Buying into a Keegley franchise is not cheap. It's not mm -hmm. cheap because of the amount of value um, that they bring right off the rip. And so if it was cheap, then anyone would just, would just do it. These guys went from starting. Say it again. <laughs> I said it's not cheap with your energy either. Oh, gosh, anything, I can't imagine anything new. It's, you know, you're giving your energy and it's just worth it to us. So these guys were a few months ago, stoked about a $5,000 deal. Now they, they did over 50 grand last month. They're just getting started. They've invested into a Keekly franchise. Like they're crushing it. And so you guys want someone to follow, follow Carlos and Courtney Bolton are surely those people. How can people follow you guys on, on social? What, what, what's your handles? Where are you guys at? So yeah, um, to be quite frank, I'm going to have to look at it. Uh, because I'm not one that blasts uh, my social media out there like yeah. I should. Um, but it's I all good. Instagram. I am on Instagram. You can follow me underscore Carlos dot Bolton underscore. And my last name is spelled B-O-L-T-O-N. Yeah, mine's Courtney Bolt. So Bolt, B-O-L-T-T-T. -T -T. I have no idea why it's that. Nice. We'll put all that in the notes as well. I was going to say, for any of y'all that, that are trying to write that down, it's yeah. all good. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> But guys, thank you again so much for your time. Cannot wait to have you guys on for part two. Tanner, you got anything in closing? No, I mean, they dropped a lot of uh, gold nuggets, uh, you could say. I mean, they, there's a lot of truth spoken in this episode. Um, and I think there's a lot of value in this episode for um, even, you know, mostly new, maybe new wholesalers um, that need that kick in the butt, that inspiration, that, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And so I think sure. this episode is going to be extremely valuable for a lot of people. Um, and I'm, I'm ready to get it out to the world. So let's go. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. This was Absolutely. amazing to us. So thank you. I was really Absolutely. looking forward to this. I ain't going to lie. When I was in the hospital, dude, and you texted me and said, we got to get you on the podcast. It's been on my mind ever since. I was like, I'm just going to wait till it happens. It's super special. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So, here. yeah. Part two, we're, we're going to talk about that because that was even more impressive. Just just know that this guy is committed. Um, so oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk more. That's a little cliffhanger that we'll leave for the next episode. But Carlos and Courtney Bolton, you guys have been phenomenal. Absolutely. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. We love you. And guys, look, we want you in their seat. We want you to be next. We want to interview you and tell your story. So until then, go out there, crush it, make it happen. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. Until then. Peace. <laughs> what up, Elite Fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.